0: Here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing.
1: Yeah, cause you know, got a cork popped out, boom! It flies like fucking like 10 feet, we're like, yeah, let's do it! You know,
0: all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up,
1: and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear, you ever go to, every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this girl. Raw, raw, raw. <laughs>
0: Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer.
1: You gotta take in all those big, aromatic hops.
0: Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release?
1: Should have never been a fad. The Black IPA is delicious.
0: Hey, and welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chabalewski.
1: Brad, what's up, man? I'm Nick White.
0: Episode 2 of 2024. I like it. We are, and we're ready for the the flood, the great flood.
1: Going to happen. <laughs> oh, so we got Noah's <laughs> kayak. That's funny.
0: Uh, yeah, we got some beer from uh, down the street here from the studio, Burning Bush, uh, ex-preacher pastor, now brewer owner. Yeah.
1: There's a bush and it's burning, Brad. Right. There you go.
0: I wonder why. The kayak says Gen Seven. Is that a a reference to something? I yeah. But then it's got a little Chicago flag on the um, on the kayak.
1: Yeah, this might be his branch of Chicago River because that's probably the brewery back there. Right. Now this is Golden Ale. I like the beer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Magnum, Cascade, Amarillo, and East Kent Goldies. He didn't have to call out any of these hops because I don't really. Nothing. None of these hops pops out of me.
0: Right in a golden ale at four point six, it's like, ah, uh, your hops are irrelevant to me. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, it pays homage to the backyard, the river, where there's birds and wildlife and such. Yeah, but
0: yeah, it's nice. It's uh, unoffensive
1: beer, right? Yeah, it's fine. I think. Um, yeah, I never go to that place. I've been once. To Bernie Bush. Yeah.
0: I have a, I think I have a love hate with Burning Bush. Like, it's so close, so it's, I like to go there because it's easy to get to. And the beers are either very good or very disappointing.
1: Yeah. Love hate's a real thing with the closest breweries to you. Right. Yeah.
0: You want to support them. I don't want to see them go away. But then I go there and I try something, I'm like, that one wasn't good. I should have just got this one that I know is good. Yeah.
1: And, you know, stuff is closing. So if you like it, you should go.
0: I, I, I only have like
1: Oh. No. <laughs> you, you have going. Right. We still don't
0: going. know any. We haven't heard anything about their expansion or what that means yet. They're expanding? Yeah. They bought the, like, space next door. Oh, shoot. Sure. So I don't know if that's the brewery expanding, if it's seating, if it's opening a restaurant.
1: It um, could I'd, be for cans, more cans. could be
0: cans, production stuff. I feel like I haven't heard anything or it's hasn't been brought up in a while by anybody.
1: I know there's a um, workout facility next door to them, too. Right. It's at the end of, like, a dead-end block. There's, like, a ghost kitchen at the end of the block. It's right by the river. Mm-hmm. So.
0: But, yeah, uh, in urban park. So, if you haven't been, check it out. Beers are... Mm. Uh, Know, they're fine, right? Yeah. And this one's pretty tasty. I like this one. Not uh, to like not to say these beers aren't enjoyable, but and this one's good.
1: I like this one. Yeah. yeah.
0: That also I've had many others that like are top tier too. Yeah. Anyway, don't um, Let's get off this and move okay. on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh this week I uh made it over to Old Irving. Right on. Also fairly close. Super close. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which would you say is closer? Burning bushes. Way closer.
0: Uh, oh, Eris might be closer to me.
1: Okay.
0: <coughs> it's tough to say. Oh. But I just stopped in, picked up food, and had a beer as I was waiting for food. Had the doji. Uh, so I grabbed that. And yeah, it's a nice little. Uh, I forget what that is. It's uh, not their Kolsch, but I got it in like a. Almost the Colch glass, and then the ten ounce glass, like the Colch style glass, the oh, skinny like one.
1: Stange. Yeah. The rod, whatever the name of the rod, rod is. Rod is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so that beer's always tasty. I didn't really see anything worthwhile to pick up or anything we hadn't had on the show before. So besides like big stouts and Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever done Krampus.
1: I don't think I've had it in like three years, four mm-hmm. years.
0: Yeah, so I guess I could have, and then... It was just... there.
1: It was on draft?
0: It was on draft, and um, they had cans of it.
1: Did you try to Krampus? No. Okay.
0: Our buddy Trevor was pouring. He cracked open a bottle of Bourbon County Angel's Envy. Nice. When he was there, I think someone from Goose was there, and I overheard him say they are working on a collaboration with Goose as like a welcome to the neighborhood.
1: A collab. I've heard people say collab, which is kind of funny. I've never. I would never say collab, uh, but it's funny.
0: I forget what he said, but it sounded like it was some sort of rye barrel or rye thing. And then I think it's gonna be able to. You can. They'll sell them independently, but you can blend them together, similar to the microphone thing.
1: Microphone. Um. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. With oh, phase yeah. three, that was the exact same thing. One was chocolate, one was strawberry. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I think they're going to do a similar thing, which is really cool to kind of, uh, I don't know, a welcome to the neighborhood thing and remind people that Goose is still doing
1: fun stuff. And for people keeping score, um, Old Irving's moving into the Old Goose Barrel Warehouse across the street from Goose, which right. was also so home Finch. to Finch. And at one point. Pig Like Mines or Pig Mines? One of like mines or pig mines. One of them is in Rockford. Pig mines is in Rockford. Oh, okay. So it was like mines. like mines. Like mines. Yeah. So I think the plan for Finch is to be customer facing, where the other crew wasn't. Maybe, right?
0: Or old Irving to be customer facing. Oh, what did I say? Finch.
1: Oh yeah. Finch is dead. Finch is. Finch was and Finch was not open to the public. It there, was just a right. production facility. So There's
0: no Finch anymore, right? Right.
1: So, but but they you couldn't go to it. In fact, the only time we went was when they did Block Party one year. Right. But so, I
0: don't think Old Irving's going to have customer facing anytime soon. No. I don't think that's the plan. Okay.
1: Hmm. So. No, so we still won't be able to go. All
0: right. So kind of excited to learn more or hear more about what this uh, collab is. CoLab. Nice. Uh, what about you? You were over at uh, Half Acre, right? Mm. We're drinking all these uh, Half Acre glasses. Yeah, do, um, these are like some of my favorite glasses.
1: This is a very nice glass, uh, Balmoral, for um, Twin Chariots, which is their latest release, their first barrelage release of 2023. So this is a beer that's spent. Um, this is a Age stout with uh, vanilla, okay, uh, Madagascar vanilla, okay, um, <laughs> and it was finished in uh, peach brandy barrels. So it spent 20 months in Elijah Craig barrels, that's a Heaven Hill product, and mm-hmm. then it was finished in. Uh, Pair of uh, peach brandy barrels. Peach brandy barrels. Yeah. Okay. Or if uh, if you read the description, I think maybe some of it just spent time in peach, and most of it spent time in Elijah Craig. Was the peach too strong? And, they just and they're like, they, we got like, yeah, we got to bring back this peach. It's too much peach. It's too much peach. Was it too much peach? Um, it was peachy. Peachy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not peachy keen. I was wondering <laughs> if I even like. I'm like drinking this beer, and I'm like, do I like peach? Or is it that Do I do I like peach in a stout? And I'm like Have I ever had peach in a stout? Right And all these things Are going through my head So the peach and the vanilla it Made it all come off to be Kind of a creamy peach Right um, I don't
0: know if I really Enjoy peaches
1: I Like um, a nectarine um, p- Peaches are Are a little too mushy For me The right. actual peach Right But the flavor of a peach Is good I like a peach In juice or something Sure Sure You know tea you know, Oh sure. yeah peach tea Bring it on yeah. You know, this reminded me of uh when I was a kid we had these instant oatmeals, you know, the little packets. Oh yeah, yeah. Apple one was apple. Yeah, and
0: then know. there was a peaches and, and cream.
1: There's a peaches and cream. It tasted like that. Oh, I like that. I mean I did like
0: that. <laughs> did, I, did I want a
1: beer that tasted like that? I'm not sure.
0: I think there was man, There's the apple, there's the peaches.
1: Um there I was, forget the other ones. But those were the another two one I and then there
0: was like a plane.
1: And you know you can go crazy and take an apple and a peach, both, put them both in your bowl and just right. go nuts. But plain
0: was always the one that was like
1: left. There was brown sugar
0: one. Oh, there's brown sugar. And brown sugar, pretty good too. Probably plain. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> no one wanted the plain. Yeah. Oh, but it tasted like that.
1: I mean, that not. That it tasted like oatmeal, but it tasted like that type of peach. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's the, what they were going for. So. Oh, but I will say this about the the half acre. Um, oh, the rollout. So they announced this thing like that day from what I gather on oceanar And then it sells out like that and then you could and you have the chance to pick it up that day if you if you bought it. Okay. Oh, but then they roll out the beer the exact same day when they open. Like it's not a big fuss. They just put it on draft. So you can go put it on draft. You can drink it. Even if you didn't buy a two pack for twenty four dollars, okay. twelve ounce cans, a two pack for twenty four dollars, you can just get a you can get a fucking six ounce pour and just do that. So that's what I did. Okay. So and I'm like, you know, this is a good uh, try for you buy it. Because, you know, their stuff sells out. Like, Benthic sold out, but then I, you know, I walk in there yesterday and the fucking cooler's full of Benthic. Uh, <laughs> you know, Fader's gone forever. you go in there, and there's Fader in the cooler. Have to,
0: they have to sell it to the people that are in to have it right away. And that's like, okay, a month later, you, you might have got your Benthic. You're not paying attention. We'll just put the rest in the cooler. Yeah,
1: so part of it is for sure that I feel like. Then I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, are we are going to get some double chariot? Was it twin chariots? We're going to get some twin chariots in the cooler here. He's like, well, it happens if people who ordered it don't pick it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah. it could be there now. It could be there. Yeah. Well, I think, no, they mean? got till Sunday. They got a week. They got, they got till, till Sunday. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. So Wednesday through Sunday. So good. That's a good amount of time.
0: So if you go over Monday.
1: Yeah. If you go there Monday, it might be in a cooler. Whoever didn't pick up. Oh, okay. Or they couldn't find a proxy or whatever. So,
0: but I do like 12 bucks a can.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, uh, even the, the six ounce pours were like, uh, I want to say seven bucks. Okay. Yeah. I think it was like seven fifty for a six ounce pour. So, I mean, it is what it is at that point. You either want to try it or you don't, I guess. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I tried that. Um, you gotta I give them credit for, you know, just you know, being creative and trying something new. And I do appreciate the fact that I can walk in there very unassuming fucking Wednesday night and just try this brand new beer that's, right. that's sold out. You can just try it on draft. I do like that approach of, as a rollout.
0: Yeah, there is like this um, hype and no hype around yeah. Half Acre where people will buy all that beer if it's on the app, but then you could just go to Half Acre and it's not busy and like, oh yeah, give me a... That limited
1: release beer. Yeah. I'm like, okay, here you but go. For people that, if it's in range and you didn't get it, <clears throat> if, if, if the draft lines are in range of you, then go just go drink it. I do yeah. I do like that. Well, that's cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, we were talking in the pre-show about the peach stuff, and there was that peach IPA from
1: Haymarket. I think that was the last peach beer I had. Because I'm thinking, like, what's the precedent for a peach dark beer? And I'm like, I can't think of one. And the last peach beer I think I had was a beer in a glass. I had a whatever the peach beer from Haymarket is. 72 percent right. peach beer
0: All right you hear about apple brandy and you don't hear about peach brandy that that's often.
1: true and I, I I believe it's brandy that was made from peaches peaches oh. right or was uh, it like I'm not right. even sure I, I know brandy's like a fruit based thing oh right don't they just distill isn't don't they make the wine and then distill the wine but the wine's made from the whatever fruit they're talking about <laughs> I think that's how I, that's how cognac is, okay. works. cognac is wine. I would assume that brandy starts as wine.
0: So just the fermented fruit.
1: Distilled. The distilled fruit. Yeah, fermented into wine and then distilled. The wine is distilled, so, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So you could have, Because there are different. I feel like there's a cherry brandy, That's what I'm apple saying. brandy. So, and why does peach brandy get just, like, shoved yeah. to the side?
1: And I didn't understand the barrel part. Like, you know, like is brandy, brandy? I don't believe brandy has to be barrel-aged. Right. So it, but this rested in a peach uh, brandy barrel
0: maybe yeah maybe that peach brandy was barrel aged peach brandy okay. and some like maple syrup kind of oh like
1: a second use barrel like it's because that's what scotch is that like, scotch is all scotch is from barrels that had something else in it yeah so maybe it was that they took a previously used wine barrel or bourbon barrel and just yeah fucking threw peach brandy in it I guess that had to be it but yeah I mean it, this beer was fine yeah um, but I would I I would encourage people if you see and those are drop for half acre and it sounds interesting I would encourage people to just go show up at half acre the day it drops if you don't want to commit to well, it well you could
0: buy you could order it on the app right because you're not paying for it do you have to pay on the app you
1: claim it once you get there
0: right so yeah. then you could go try it and be like no thank you and then just not
1: pick up your order right that's true you don't have to claim it they they encourage you don't hit the claim button till you get here Right. So I don't know if you get like a credit on those or something at that point or what, but but it's a if the, and if you if that scenario, it's a true try before you buy it. So yeah, there so no, cool. Right, that's cool. And it's an excuse to get to have egg on Wednesday. Right. So good for them for getting getting me out the house. <laughs> <clears throat> Might
0: not happen this week. It's going to be what zero degrees outside.
1: It's Not looking good. No, it's not looking good at all.
0: If we're not. We could freeze to death. We may mm. not be here next <clears> week.
1: <throat> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, that was your only stop.
1: Yeah, yeah, so All a pretty right. slow week,
0: man. Yeah, same here. On the last episode, we were talking about uh, your visit to uh, Other Half.
1: The Remova Theater. Right. Yeah.
0: And this thing took on a life of its own. No no thanks to us, because no one was clamoring for our opinions here. But um, everyone was talking about how expensive these beers were, us, um, us
1: included. Yeah, I think we did mention that. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, and since then, they basically cut the prices in half or there's no beer over nine dollars? Is that the...
1: It's like more of a reasonable price, right? Sounds like.
0: Right. But my thought is like they were obviously gouging people, right? Um... Like typically I would assume these breweries are pricing these drinks at something that they can kind of make a profit at but not so much that they're just, like, getting rich off every pint. That would be my thought of every brewery, right? And so... If, cover the cost of goods and then make a little make, make a little, a little extra, more. right. Okay. Uh, so you could continue to grow or try things and stuff doesn't work out. So, but if they can drop it that much, does that mean other breweries could also just drop their prices? Um, <clears throat> were, they, were they inflating them so much... Or is everyone inflating these prices?
1: Um, Beer Adam chimed in, who used to work at Publican and a Big Star. I think he now works okay. for his distro. He started a distribution. Um, but he said $16 is normal because when, by the time they get out of the half uh, keg from New York, in order for them to make any money off of it, they have to charge $16 a fine for it. Okay. Um, so I feel like part, two, two things I think, right? Like think, well, part of it is, is that they consider themselves a venue. And venue pricing is going to be a little bit more, right? Sure. Um, but that's like a big venue, like, you know, a Bears game. Right. Or, or, or I understand. <laughs> or I'm a a not game. happy
0: about it, but I'm fine paying $16, $18 or, or, for the anti-hero yeah. 24-ounce can. Or,
1: or Re- Rev said at uh, those soccer games, they charge uh, 16 for a 5% uh, hazy pitch at the Chicago right. uh, uh, soccer games. Like, um,
0: okay, I understand. So, I'm, I'm at this place.
1: Right, so I think they considered themselves um, in play to be a venue because it's a fifteen hundred music, fifteen hundred person music stadium. Sure. Uh, so we're a venue; we can charge venue pricing. I think that's what they thought. But then also, you know, they're not brewing out of um, out of uh, Remova yet. Like the tanks are there, but the tanks need to pass inspection, so the tanks aren't running yet. Right. So all this beer they got—sixteen different beers. Or whatever, maybe it's, it's 12. coming from New York. It's all coming from New York, or whatever other halves there are. They're probably Philly or wherever the fuck, wherever the closest but one. But
0: they're still is. buying it from the distributor,
1: right? So, if you're selling those same kegs that they're charging other people sixteen dollars a pint for, if you're charging half of that at your just at your location, then you're under, you're undercutting the other people you sell to. I think maybe that played into it. I don't know. Oh, so no one else in the city.
0: Would even want to sell other half because they're charging sixteen. And you could just go to the hey, source and get and it, be it for like, nine. Well, get a nine.
1: Why would you? Yeah. Why would you? Why would you do it? Why would you drink it at you know, you know, uh, Nick and Brad's Tavern, right? For sixteen, where you could just drive your happy ass down to Bridgeport and get it for nine.
0: But that that also plays into a long time ago. Was it uh, uh, who we're we talking to? But they were saying that like something like off color. Where they can charge less for their pints and their beer, but because they're next to Whole Foods, they sort of play nice. Where they charge the same because Whole Foods has to then buy it from the distributor into there. So for them to make the price, they got to charge a, you know a little more on it, so they don't <sighs> undercut the beer prices. Otherwise, Whole Foods can be like, we're just not going to buy your
1: beer. Yeah, some of the some of that pricing. Uh, don't get me wrong, I think they they were thought they'd get away with it. That's definitely part of it. But I think other part of it might be that I think that's market price for a current other half keg coming from the East Coast currently. I think that's what I think that's how that price got set. Okay. Yeah. If you listen to uh, people who buy other other half beers that aren't made here, because none of it's currently made here. Sure. Yeah. So the
0: the beer Adams and other people who weren't shocked by these prices kinda, as much
1: as the consumer was like. I'm
0: not going there.
1: If you're a consumer like me, I'm like, I, yeah, you're a venue, but I, I can walk to Sleeping Village. That's a venue. Motherfucker, pint ain't like sixteen dollars. <laughs> it's like you know, if they're a venue. Why, you know? So I was kind of like, I'm, I can't come back here. So I bet
0: yeah, Beer Temple or somebody was
1: probably like, if we got other it, half, Beer Temple is a good 16. example. If 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 other half showed up at Beer Temple, would probably be close to sixteen. Fucking Cantillon. That's how much you're gonna pay for that, or you're gonna pay. Um, you're just going to get a small pour. You can get a $9 pour, but it's, it's going to be for like eight ounces. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, it, I think it's online for what a keg of other half goes for in Chicago. Okay. Yeah.
0: So now they're basically losing money on these beers until
1: they start brewing. Unless they, um, yeah. What they were doing, they did a series of uh, open house events where you go get a ticket, the ticket's free. And you just get to tour the joint. It's a self-guided tour, and every every all the entire venues open. Oh, cool! And you know you can pre and post game, um, if you buy beer, all through the venue, mm-hmm. at the bar, the tap room, and and all the bars around the place. So, if they just keep doing that, now it's a venue. Right, that's a venue night. it's <laughs> <laughs> a venue. So it's back to 16. So,
0: interesting. Okay.
1: But yeah, I don't know if there's there's definitely no precedent for it here. Not, you know, there's no precedent for a live music venue that's also making beer, right? right. I mean, the sure, only,
0: we have salt shed, which will be online. So, and what Goose Island decides to charge for the pints there
1: would it surprise you if the goose prices were more than they were at One?
0: I wouldn't be surprised, and I think people would be mad. But you're going to a show there, and no one's you're no one's deciding just like, I'm going to go to Salt Shed just to go to Goose Island at the current moment.
1: Yeah, because um, uh, Salt, Shed, Salt Shed is a good example. Um, we saw RTJ there, and Salt Shed has a, they have a, a, a bar connected to Salt Shed. And, you know, Goose is going to be like this separate building, you know, next to Salt Shed. Oh, it is. But it's not connected to the where the concert oh, is. Oh,
0: it's not, okay. It's
1: a separate, separate building with like, you know, 200 people. Okay. Oh, but there's a bar at Salt Shed that's in the building that you go to to see the shows. Okay. That building is, you know, you go get fucking Dovetail Lager and it's like 14 bucks. Yeah. So I think any beer that you get outside of Goose might fall in that category. But this is a venue. That's a venue, so that makes sense.
0: Right. But then you're like, well, why would I pay $15 for dove- or $14 for Dovetail when Goose has their IPA here for
1: 12? That's what I'm saying. Like, how's that going to work? Right, like you're in competition with the bar that's brewing f- right there. <laughs> it's so everyone's price has to be the same, right?
0: Yeah, so Goose is gonna make more money on their beer than the them buying the dovetail would, right?
1: Yeah, but does Goose set all their beers at regular pub prices, or does Goose set their? Because if me and you are going to see anybody at shit and Goose is pouring, you know, four dollar honkers. <laughs> or we go into the venue and all the beers are twelve twenty bucks. What are we doing? You know, we're gonna we're gonna get busy at Goose, right? I mean
0: Right. You'd be like, I'll just go drink there and then I'll go see the show yeah. and then I'll be done.
1: So I, I guess that's the that's my question. Like, what, what is Goose gonna charge, I wonder, you know?
0: But if Goose charges twelve dollars or fourteen dollars for that honkers, and then Fulton's is selling that honkers for six dollars, aren't you just like I'll just go to Fulton if I want a Goose beer. Unless oh. you're there for a show, right?
1: Oh, so you're not going to
0: get people to just come to Goose if it's they're like, well, the same beer, two miles away, yeah. is $6 cheaper.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Goose has more sense than the other half, though. <laughs> right?
0: I think they know. Uh, they know their market and their consumer way better than other half would.
1: Yeah, okay. so I think I don't think it would be a crazy pricing at salsa. No,
0: no, uh, pay. You know. They're already charging you a lot for a three one two at United Center. So. And um, <laughs> like you were drinking
1: um, Eagle Rare, or no, you were drinking Angel's Envy. Angel's Envy is like a forty dollar bottle of beer. Right. That's their markup. They have moments where they do markup shit. 'Cause um forty dollars for uh that beer or for the eagle rare one is pretty that's pretty intense price for one bottle of beer. Right. It's forty dollars and it's a one bottle of beer. So
0: Right. It's tasty. No, it's really good. When someone else opens it,
1: no, and it's, tasty, taste, tasty it's even, even better. better. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <I'm not. laughs> like, God damn, they did
1: their they did their thing here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: What was the other thing we saw? Oh, Octopi.
1: Yeah, Octopi up in um, Wananee, Wisconsin. I have no idea where that is.
0: Right. And I thought that Octopi brewed some stuff for Maplewood.
1: They are a contract brewer.
0: They are a contract brewery. Yeah. So they got bought by a Japanese brewery.
1: Asahi? Is that how you say that? Right. Yeah. It's a lager, Japanese lager brewery. It's the top selling beer in Japan.
0: Yeah, there's not a lot other beer there besides the like
1: Pachino and Sapporo. Yeah, that's that we know about. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, not too many other things. It's not really a beer drinking place. They like their whiskeys.
1: Uh, I've never been to Japan.
0: Okay. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, they got bought by them to basically brew their beer.
1: Um. Right. Yeah. I well, I think so. Yeah. I recently had, not, I, I went, I had ramen, happened to have ramen this week. And I ordered the Asahi. I'm like, oh, it's on the menu. It's the only beer. I'll get. I'll, yeah. I've never had it. Oh, but it says product of Italy on the bottle. Oh. So I guess if they're looking to expand and um, all of North America and South America, you know, deli- delivering beer from.
0: The Midwest. Makes more sense for them. Right. Right. You, you get it, the acai with the like foam, big foam yeah. top. I know, like it some a, of those places have it where you can almost get like a, I don't know, crazy foam top, like an ice cream top on it.
1: Or oh, something. it was surprisingly very heady. Yeah, I did well, notice that in feel the like photo. I like that's their thing. It was I'm like for a lager, this has a ton of head on it. Yeah, for a light lager, I mean, I was I enjoyed it. It was easy. You didn't have to think about it. It was clean.
0: Right? Isn't it? Is it
1: actually a Czech
0: lager? Well,
1: um. Well, the bottle says light lager, whatever that is, Pilsner. Light lager is what it says.
0: Yeah, it might actually be like a Czech pill, so that makes sense for the big uh, head on it.
1: Super dry. It's brewed with precision, man. That's all it says.
0: Okay. So I don't know what this means for anybody that was contract brewing at Octopi and the is going to come in there and be like, you're out. We're brewing our stuff now.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. they were doing uh there was a report that said they do fifty thousand barrels a year. Which is, is a pretty good amount. Okay. Pretty good amount of beer. Um, but who all's beer in there? I think they were contract brewing for places like uh, Trader Joe's. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But I mean I'm sure they had other clients. And then their own house brand, uh, uh Untitled Art. Okay, that all the Untitled Art beers are theirs. Huh. Um and I'm sure they I'm sure they had other customers. I just don't know who was brewing there. So
0: if it was Maple what this gives more credit to them potentially taking over Metro spot.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because, um, well, they were brewing at um, Gray Central. Right. And then they were brewing in Wisconsin somewhere. It could have been Octopi, it could have been Stevens Point. Unless we look at the bottle, I mean, how, how would we know? Right. I would assume the, the cans we get here would say Gray Central. But who knows? Yeah. Who I knows? did
0: have a maple. I had a son of juice the other day on tap. A uh, spot. Yeah, That's
1: fine. Kind of curious to know where they if they were brewing there now, but yeah, um, yeah. Japanese beer buying a, a Midwest brewery, a large Midwest brewery right. to make more Japanese beer here. Shit. Um, that's funny because well, uh, Heineken bought Lagunitas and they make the um the brown ale here. Um, not Smith. Is it Smith? Newcastle. Newcastle.
0: I haven't seen a Newcastle in. A long time. Have, yeah. you, have you seen or had
1: a Newcastle? I happened to be downtown at a place uh, like a um, like a British fish and chips pub. I can't think of the name of it, uh, but then I saw Newcastle there. That's okay. the last time I saw Newcastle. But we, we got a well. We we live in a bubble. Most people are drinking Newcastle and fucking Newcastle. Asahi.
0: Modella and Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, Modella,
1: Newcastle, <laughs> Asahi. They, I
0: don't think the Modella <laughs> consumers also drink it as. Side side. Most, most
1: people are drinking these <laughs> yeah. beers. Right, they're you know, the top selling beers. That, that's, right? all, that's what I'm saying. No one's
0: drinking Burning Bush. Yeah,
1: so somebody's drinking it. it just but we don't see it. But somebody's drinking it. You know. So I'm, I'm like you. know, like I'm curious to know who's got the stuff in their fridge. But yeah, so that's a uh,
0: two beers, Newcastle.
1: Yeah, you know that guy um, Isaac Shwaki, the guy who started Octopi. He used he was a co-founder at uh, Fire Rabbit. Oh
0: shit! Okay, he got
1: voted out because there was some kind of sex scandal or something
0: from and, on him.
1: Uh, and they they all banded together and said, "Hey, you need to leave." Yeah. Oh, so he made out good. He left. He started Octopi, and I sold it to the Japanese.
0: Right. And Fire Rabbit is
1: uh, dead. Fire Rabbit is gone. Right. So yeah, uh, it's interesting how that it all played out. Yeah, because there was some sort of uh, I think it was internal. I think it was against one of the um there was allegations against like uh, you know, someone internally at fire rabbit. I forget the whole story. Okay. But it did include like, you know, some illicit activity. Okay. And a vote, and them voting them getting and them voting Isaac.
0: Okay. Out. I don't remember that, but yeah. I don't think I I never drink untitled arts very often. Um I've seen it
1: once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, did the Hopperview
0: guys work on art for that? Not the Hop uh, malt. Uh...
1: Well, one of the guys from Hopperview was in Malt Row,
0: right? But did they work on art for Untitled Art? Um,
1: or designs uh, or labels? I don't know. The I don't know their client list. Hmm. I don't know.
0: Maybe think of another one that kind of had a similar look.
1: Yeah. Damn. All right.
0: I think the only thing you mentioned was uh, some sort of. WWE night at uh, Kedzie Revolution. They're really, you know, we were talking I think last week about was it like, what is Rav going to do with Kedzie, right? And looks like they're turning into a wrestling place. Trouble is brewing. (laughs) There's going to be
1: a wrestling match, March 1st at 5pm. The first match is going to start at 7 So Revolution is um, putting up a wrestling ring at their production facility, and tickets go on sale tomorrow.
0: So. I'm interested to know, one, where this restaurant goes, because the, the the upstairs is big, but I don't think you Upstairs, would... I read? Yeah. It's like a event space.
1: Oh, you think it's going to be there?
0: Right, because what? Are they going to put it next to the bar? Is there a picture?
1: No. Oh, yeah, so...
0: It's not that big downstairs. Oh,
1: there. you don't. Know, you think it'll be at the brew pub? No. Oh. I think it's gonna be at the like the tap.
0: Room. Oh, that makes more sense. Right? I was thinking yeah. it was like in my mind for some reason we said Kedzie and I. Pictured oh, but you pictured uh, Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, like the brew's Lounge in Milwaukee.
0: Okay, putting a wrestling ring inside Kedzie makes way more
1: sense. Yeah, they're partnered with uh, Warrior Wrestling, which has a Chicago address, 700 Ashland. Oh, I take that back. Chicago Heights. So it's a local wrestling promotion. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's an interesting, uh, I guess, collab, right? <laughs>
1: that is for sure. Interesting collab. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, what are, who are some of the wrestlers?
1: Um, I don't know any of these guys. I do know Mustafa Ali. Okay. Mustafa Ali wrestled for WWE. Um, he was in a pay-per-view this year, or I guess last year. Against uh, Gunther, a uh, intercontinental championship match. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I know him. He's from Bolingbrook. All right. Yeah.
0: Wrestling's. Um, are you a wrestling? Are you a wrestling fan, or were a wrestling fan? I see,
1: I've seen wrestling live on these independent things a few times. Okay. Saw some midget wrestling in House of Blues. That was really great. Okay. Um. But I saw like a. I saw a boxing match in Logan Square once. You see mm-hmm. wrestling at um. You see the Luchador wrestling okay. when you go to like a Pilsen Street Fest.
0: But not like a. WWE SmackDown. Well, this is um, and, but this isn't. This is. Butt.
1: This is no. This is not WWE. This is independent, more like like the Luchador, like sure. street wrestling.
0: But I was wondering, had you were you you, you ever a fan of the like
1: big oh, WWF? Oh, I watch all the time. Yeah, now, currently. Yeah, when I was a kid. I oh, not be, currently. But I, yeah. No, I, I I might watch it right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, SmackDown on okay. Fridays, uh, Monday Night Raw. On Mondays, I've watched those things. The the uh, premium live events come on Peacock. Okay. Once every other month. I feel
0: like in, uh, yeah, elementary school or middle school probably watched them, mm. but I have a friend that's really into it, and he like it's basically a soap opera.
1: It's a soap opera for boys. Right. That's exactly what it is. It's um.
0: And you can bet on it now
1: too. Live action stuntmen. Yeah, I didn't know you could bet.
0: I think you can bet on the. Uh, Because the
1: the stories are already
0: like played out, you can't bet on like
1: predetermined. You can't bet
0: on someone winning, but you could bet on like uh, other, I guess, prop things that happen. Okay,
1: like how many chops across the chest this guy's gonna take, or yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, how many times? uh, (laughs) What kind of what kind of foreign objects are gonna come out, like Mm. chairs or steps (laughs) or something? Right? Yeah, that'd be fun actually. Yeah. Yeah, wrestling's probably at an all time high, man. You know, I I had I hadn't watched since like the two thousands, you know, like the NWO. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think the last two years I started watching it again. Okay. It just reminds me of being a kid. It's it's like you're it's I don't watch a lot of T V, so <laughs> it is like your weekly soap opera. Very funny. Yeah. yeah. I
0: feel like it's a rabbit hole that's like I don't think I want to go down. But it's cool when people talk about it. It's like, man, it sounds neat.
1: I think it'd be cool to see live. Oh yeah, I think definitely. it'd be fun live. There's yeah. sometimes
0: events over at like Rosemont, and uh, I want to say like the big. Uh, I don't know what's that? what's the big one every year. WrestleMania. WrestleMania was here, a couple years ago, or it's coming um, this year or next well, year. Well, they had
1: um, what was it? Um, a few months ago, they had uh, War Games okay. at uh, United at uh, Rosemont. Okay. And Rosemont's their preferred place. Like, they never go to United Center. No. They always go to Rosemont. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I would think the uh, suburban crowd might be more wrestling fans than the city crowd.
1: Um, well, who's got more seats, too? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Probably you know. United Center, right?
1: United Center for basketball. United Center is the largest uh, stadium in the NBA.
0: So why wouldn't you do it there, but?
1: um, Kind of a pain in the ass to get in and out of UC. Right. Yeah. Uh Rosemont's probably more convenient, it's close to the airport. Right. Uh, and
0: it's easy off to express. It's right got a it history like of it. Everybody. Yeah.
1: WrestleMania three was at uh, Rosemont. Oh shit. okay. Yeah. So and there probably was another one after that. But the only one I remember was oh sorry, it was WrestleMania two. People who actually listen to this are gonna hate that. Because <laughs> WrestleMania the original WrestleMania was in Madison Square Garden. WrestleMania two was in three locations. New York, LA, Chicago. In Chicago one was Rosemont. Oh, cool. WrestleMania three was not. WrestleMania 3 was in Detroit at the Silverdome.
0: Okay. Yeah. I feel like it's in Detroit and Chicago quite a bit. So. Yeah. I would
1: totally go. Dude. It'd be fun. This sounds fun. <laughs> I, mean, I would I would for sure go to this. We
0: gotta look it up. Maybe we'll uh, see what the prices are of uh you know, Rev IPA at Rosemont. If it's sixteen dollars
1: or whatever. <laughs> let me get two uh let me get two hazy pitch. All right, no problem, bud. that'll be eighteen. Eighty? <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> I'll be 30.
0: I'll be 30, but just give me 30. <laughs> Damn. Cool. Anything else before we uh, get out of here? The lake is freezing over, and our kayaks will not take us very far.
1: I think that's it, man. Yeah. Single digits ahead. Um, winter is here.
0: Right. Uh, so that'll do it for this week's episode. We should be back uh, next week with another one. As long as we uh, don't freeze, we might need a big winter warmer or mm. something like that to, uh, mm. you know, lift our spirits Uh, but that'll do it take care
1: cheers